Remove your fingers from out your noses. It's time for the legend of the like totally epic journey quest. Yeah. Hey, Game Master Spun Counter Guy here, welcoming you to episode 3 of our adventure, Brouhaha Boonville. When we last left our heroes, Roxy and Corey had finally broke out their friend Nick from his bedroom prison, caught a ride into town with pop singer Peebles, and arrived at Possums and Pinafores, the boutique where cutie Gina Magaha is employed. Gina was all about to commit her heart to Corey, but then dropped the bomb that she in fact still had a boyfriend, and that she was afraid to break up with him. Now Corey, with Roxy and Nick and Tobe, begin the search for the apparently huge and abusive Buddy Childress, with the aim of retrieving Gina's class ring. Their only lead is that he usually works out somewhere in public while listening to motivating music. See, you come outside, you're up on the town square, and you do hear some music kind of far off east. You got your Rubik's Cube with you there, Nick? Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, your Rubik's Cube, it has some instructions with it. However many sides that you physically have figured out on that, if you throw it at somebody, it will cause a certain amount of damage. So, for example, if you have zero sides solved, it's 4D damage. If it's one side done, it's 6D damage. Okay. Two sides, 10. Three, 12, 4, 20. Five sides is 20 plus 4D, and then... Six, all six sides is 20D plus 10D. So for those at home listening right now, the actor who plays Nick is physically sitting there with a Rubik's Cube with no sides solved. Guys, I think I hear some music. You want to head down and see if that's Buddy? Sure. So we're going to walk that way. Okay. So you get down to the other side of the courthouse. <clears throat> and uh, just so you know, like to your north, you see a pawn shop. Pins Bluetooth pawn shop. And right on the corner to the uh, south, you see a Durs vending machine. And there's a guy standing out in front of it. And he's like with his fist and feet, keeps kicking it and beating it. Is the music coming from that direction? No. Oh. It's coming east of him. So uh, I don't... I think it's Buddy, but it's still somebody damaging a Durs machine in general. We can't have that in Boonville. Nope. That's our pride and joy right That's there. right. We're going to go. You guys want to go tell this guy to quit? You're the leader, dude. I'm the leader, dude? Why do I got to be the leader, dude? Because I'm a nerd. <laughs> There's that. Okay. There's <laughs> that. <laughs> We're going to go investigate the guy beating the Durs machine. Okay. As you get closer, you notice it's a guy that... Used to be one of your classmates, but he dropped out already. And Brodus Bilbury. And he is fit to be tied. He's like, this thing stole 25 cents from me. Ain't nobody getting a drink until these dang Durs boys come by here and refund my money. I want justice. And he punches at the machine again. Whoa, whoa, well, hold up there, Brodus. There's no reason to damage the machine. How much money did it take? A quarter. You what? know, first it's 25 cents, and then it's 50 cents. Next thing you know, it's like hundreds of dollars. Well, how about I give you five bucks when we call it a day? For reals? Yeah. No, I want justice. <laughs> Sorry about your luck. <laughs> I hear sarcasm. And he takes a swing, takes at, a swing at you. Oh, wow. Oh, 20. Oh, he he connects. Oh, wow. Yeah, he connects. I don't want to be the leader no more. <laughs> he's kind of a wire guy, fortunately for you. And uh, does one damage on you. 
I reach around and grab my plastic baseball bat. Okay. And I'm going to whack the crap remember, out of this dude. Do you remember the stats on that? I got six damage. Correct, yeah. Okay, so you, you roll. 12. Oh, nice. Oh, man. You swing the bat and uh, you catch some air. Okay. okay. So he's probably going to swing back. Well, maybe. What do you two want to do? I'm going to flirt with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. There we go. So first roll your 20. Okay, I'm two. just like a target. Well, <laughs> two plus my three, right? Okay, three. And then you kind of try to do a move when you roll the dice. We'll say that's what it was. So you, you, you kind of like sashayed over, but then you, you tripped over the sidewalk. And you, <laughs> and you, you kind of collapsed into him. And it knocks him down on the ground, too. So first, like, he's like, what the okay. And he doesn't know whether you've just attacked him. or Flirted with him. Yeah. And in fact... Just roll a four and see how much damage you do to him for trying to flirt with him. He damaged him by flirting with him. Wow. Three. three. Uh, you knock three off of him, okay? Okay. Nick? I'm just sitting in the corner trying to solve this Rubik's Cube. What's going on? <laughs> Dude, we're getting our butts whooped over here. You want to help out? I guess. Let me try to <laughs> throw this Rubik's Cube at him. No. Don't damage <laughs> no. the Rubik's he's Cube. Already, he's already on the ground. Oh, I knocked yeah. him over with my flirting. <laughs> If you just throw it out like it is, it's, it's going to cause 40 in damage because okay. it's not soft. Yeah. I'm going to throw my Rubik's Cube in. Okay, so first roll your 20. 18. 16. Yeah, so you throw your Rubik's Cube and it completely miss, but luckily it goes in the grass. So. Didn't break. Yeah, you didn't didn't break. break. Yeah. He's like, you guys are attacking me? Are you are you part of Durr's army? <laughs> yes. Okay, so he rolled a three. Can you roll better than that? Oh, probably. Four. Okay. He says, "I saw this in Karate Kid Part Two, and he tries to do like some kind of like uh, praying mantis move, but he completely just ends up hugging the sidewalk with it." So. Sweet. I'm gonna swing my bat at him again. Okay. Ten. Sixteen. So you missed. Well, I'm gonna kiss him then. Okay. So first one. Right past. <laughs> yeah. Dang, so roll your dice. Let's see. Here. Twelve. He's down on the ground. You go down and kiss him where? <laughs> Wait a minute. I mean, I don't know, like the, the nose and the, the mouth. On the mouth? Dang. And he's like, Walt, this, I don't understand you, girl. First you attack me and then you kiss me? Are you into that kind of thing? <laughs> it sounds all natural and perverted, but. <laughs> okay, baby, you need to settle down and just forget about the money. We've got things to do, and when I come back. But you don't think, like, the, the Durs boys, like, if we let them get away with this whole quarter thing, that, you know, later when we are living in our love shack and we got some little youngins running around, that they might still try to steal money from us? I think we'll be okay. Really? Yes. Okay, I believe in you, girl. <laughs> What's your name? Roxy. Roxy, love my life. <laughs> and he goes skipping down the sidewalk. Happy as could be. Good job, by the way. <laughs> So you guys are standing there in front of the, the uh, Durs vending machine, and what do you want to do? You still hear the music coming from the east. We're going to head east. Yeah. Okay. Try to We're going to follow the music. So you head east, and you pass the, you know, the, the Boonville Library, just back before the new one was built. Okay. Uh, and there on that next street over, that would be 4th. 4th. Yeah, that's the road I lived on. Folsomville Road, it becomes, or Rural Route 3. But anyway, yeah, to your right, you hear the music coming from down from that direction. By going the church. Down, going down the floor. Yes, exactly. First Baptist Church. Yeah, that's where you went, right? Yep. Yeah, okay. 
So are we, is the, the music getting louder? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, we might as well head towards it. It actually is a church. It's the first and last full immersion baptizing methodical church of the altar call. <laughs> it has the big sign there, and it has in quotes, we sing all the verses. <laughs> and you see Pastor Agape Poindexter is working on a church van engine while some gospel music is playing on his jam box. And he sees you all say, what's up, kids? As, as he's working on his van. And what's his name? Agape Poindexter. <laughs> and he calls you over. He's like, hey, come on over. So you got candy. Is his van? Yeah. <laughs> he's already his van. This is van wiping no window. Because <laughs> if it is, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he's he's still under the van, you know, tinkering around and and. Uh, so he's the pastor. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go up and say hi. See what's I guess going we're on. We're gonna find out where Buddy is, so we're gonna ask him. Well, who, who's talking Buddy. here? Who's gonna? I'll ask him. Okay. Yeah, you need to do something. So what are you gonna say, Pastor Poindester? <laughs> what's up, young pastor. man? <laughs> Did I, did I have that right? <laughs> Pastor Poindexter, yeah, yeah. Poindexter. That's funny, you know, everyone always laughs when, when they call me Pastor Poindexter. I don't, I don't get that, but okay. <laughs> hey, do you happen to know a Buddy Childress? Yeah, I think he's he goes attends my church sometimes. Big guy. Real big guy? Well, I mean, not fat, but he's yeah. built. I wouldn't mess with him. Really? Yeah, he could give the devil black eye, I think. <laughs> do you know where he's at right now? We're looking for him. Uh... I hadn't seen today, but uh, hey, while you guys are here, do you think maybe you could do a favor for me? Ask him how his van's doing. <laughs> Somehow it's in my script. <laughs> hey, how's your van doing? You broke down, buddy? Well, nothing too wrong with the van, but it's slow as the Lord is to get angry. And while I know the, the first shall be last, why it's still a problem is that the Presbyterians end up scooping up our best shut-in members on Sunday morning before we can with their fancy worldly alpha team van. I'm trying to use all my muscle car skills I used to have back in my misfit youth to uh, soup up our chariot. And the pastor raises up his shirt sleeve to reveal an arm tat, which is a fading rat fink riding in a roadster with a newer addition to the tattoo of Jesus in the sidecar. So. <laughs> And he starts talking again. He's like, well, what makes my decision to pull apart this vehicle at this moment? Unfortunate is that Eddie Schweitzer's house burnt down last night. He and his family are staying at a cousin's spare trailer, but they've got absolutely nothing else. It's heartbreaking, boys. Uh, but that's where God's people kick in. And I've got this wagon all set up with clothes and a few pieces of furniture to give them. Uh, well, when I first got the call in the middle of the night, I thought, oh, Lord, uh, what am I going to do? The van engines all tore apart as Jezebel's body was after the dogs got a hold of her. Well, I thought that God would give me the strength of a Philistine to just pull the trailer myself. But then I remember my daughter's having a violin recital. And even though she's just playing terrible boys, she, she practices at home. And it makes one question, do I really need my eardrums? I, I just want to puncture them so bad. Any, anyway, uh, I need to be there to support her. I missed the last four performances because of church business, and if I don't make this one today, I'm pretty sure my wife's going to leave me for this backslid fellow down the street who never leaves his house, not even to find a job, and my little girl will probably never speak to me again if she don't see my tortured face in the audience. To make things more troubling, someone has stolen one of the wheels of the wagon. I don't know for sure who it is, but I can make some guesses. It's either the local atheist activist club that are mad that I keep praying at the football games, or it's a group of Night Ranger fans I made mad because I preached against the mockery of Christians in their song Sister Christian a few Sundays ago. <laughs> Either way, th this wagon isn't going anywhere in the state that it's in. 
Boys, I, I, I can't offer you any reward except the knowledge that you'd be helping some people in need. But if you could somehow get this stuff to the Schweitzers sometime today, well, you know. What are we giving to the Schweitzers? Clothes. Clothes. Yeah, it's a big wagon. It's missing a wheel. So we have no transportation, so we're going to have to steal a car. <laughs> now we're stealing cars. Now we're criminals. Now we're criminals. So the question is, are we going to help him deliver this stuff to the Schweitzers? Pastor, how far away do they live? About um, two miles, roughly. Two miles? Yeah. Where at? Let's see. It would be past Oakdale. I'm past that. About one of the pits. I tell you, it wouldn't be that hard to pull if you had the wheel. So we need to find the wheel. Again, I don't have anything to give you, but I, I, I noticed you like music, uh, little darling. Uh, <laughs> little darling. says that. I got this single if you want. It's gospel, but it might, you know, you might like it. He takes it out of the van stereo. It's BB and CC Winans song called Celebrate New Life. And so he gives it to you. How about we go see the Night Ranger people? Yeah. What do you think? I think it's those damn atheists. <laughs> well, we can go to both. How far apart? Why are don't we? we ask him who's closest? Yeah, who's, who's closest? Well, boys, I I don't know who who the the Night Ranger fans are. They drive by the church sometime with their shirts, Night Ranger shirts, and you know they yell profanities at me. But you know the Atheist Club, the, their office is up on the square. Sounds like we're heading to the square. Yeah. You walk up, it's, it would be the western part of the square, and you see a couple uh, shops right next to each other. There looks like a video rental store next to this place. It's called Oh My Darwin Atheist Society. Darwin? Are <laughs> <laughs> you going to walk in? Why are you looking at me for? Yeah, let's go in. Let's <laughs> We're going to walk in. confront these Darwin. atheists. Inside is a giant frame photo on the wall of Madame Murray O'Hare and her son. There's a photo of Mother Teresa with a big red slash through her face. And there's a banner reading, To Hell with Striper. Oh, <laughs> now you done. Uh-oh. <laughs> and at the desk is, at first, you think is an unattractive girl in a ballerina outfit. But upon closer examination, you realize it's the president's son, Ronald Reagan Jr. There's an assistant behind him. She owning a thick row of hairs over her eyes. Some might call a unibrow. So Ronnie speaks up. Hello, fellow humans, who are not of any more value than an amoeba. I'm Ron Reagan Jr., president of this local chapter of our society, and when I'm not embarrassing my parents in hopes that people will think I'm cool, I'm working hard with the Oh My Darwins to assure that people's personal beliefs have no business getting help from the government. That's why, after hopefully we get this federal grant we've applied for, we're going to sue to get that nativity scene off the Warwick County courthouse lawn, make sure any songs by Tora Tora are kept off Boonville High School's marching band list, and to create speech codes so that any government official that might be having reproductive relations in taxpayer-funded offices doesn't moan out names of any of the major deities during their height of ecstasies. People got a lot going on. No. <laughs> if any of you fellow homos, sapiens, <laughs> pockets are light. I was looking at Corey when he said it. I'm a bad <laughs> You could earn a little extra cash by joining our heathen army. We could put you on some exciting covert missions. Like right now, we've got our core crack troops out at Dr. Babatat's office. The good old Doc is an Indian Hindu. And you know the crazy crap those people believe. They got like a thousand gods. And if Dr. Babatat spreads his beliefs in our town, Boonville will look like the Temple of Doom in that Indiana Jones movie that he had to free the child slaves from.
Plus, the parties we godless put on are the best. I mean, come on. There's no fear of hell at our shindigs, so anything goes. And the woman behind Ronnie uh, repeatedly raises her unibrow at Nick McNasty. <laughs> so what do you want to do? So she's got the hots for me, huh? Mm -hmm. Hey, Ron, we'd love to go out to your uh, little shindig, but our wagon outside is broke. We need a wheel to fix it. You got any spare parts laying around? What kind of wagon? Yeah, it's just a little red wagon. Huh. That's just kind of coincidence. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. But you know what? If you if you go help my shock troops, you know, I'll, I'll try to look into it for you. Wagon? Hmm. Hmm. Well, what do you guys think? Do we want to help the atheists? Well, we're just trying to get a wagon wheel. Yeah. Why don't we just beat the crap out of him and take the wagon wheel? Yeah, Ronnie's not very big. <laughs> That's right. like his dad. He's wearing a tutu, yeah. <laughs> Besides, I haven't rolled my dice all game yet. Let's go to their shindig, but sabotage it. I'm not sure. This might be a choice. Okay, we're going to go visit the shindig. Okay. Where's but that? Our heart's not into it. Okay. So you're going to Dr. <laughs> Babatat's office? Uh, yeah. What kind of doctor is he? Uh, he's a general practitioner. Yeah, he's west of the courthouse. So you go on down there, and there, there's nobody there except uh, Dr. Babatat. He's kind of out front of his office, and he looks kind of upset. And he sees you guys, and he kind of nods. I'm going to go up to him and say, hey, what's up, Doc? Oh, oh <laughs> goodness gracious me. I'm too busy healing Boonville sick and goiter plague to deal with these chutney for brains troublemakers. These crazy godless, they came to my office and were trying to destroy me and telling all my my patients that I like to touch them in their fun fun places it's not true <laughs> so I told them I I wasn't the Indian they were looking for and sent them to Injun Rebus's house I know it seems cruel to stick them on the old man but he's retired has more time to kill and he told me at his last prostate exam that he's been itching to use all his tomahawks and other tickle tackle he's dug out of the ground <laughs> tickle tackle <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. okay if, if you could help me out, I, I, I'm a doctor. I can heal any of you. <laughs> he needs some healing. Really? Yeah, I've been having an itch when I pee. <laughs> <laughs> I can fix that. Mm. I've got a magic pipe cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So do we need to go take care of them first and go back to the doctor? Are we going to start doctor? stabbing people? What? Are we going to have to kill some here? I mean, you might have to. <laughs> We're like 14. Uh, we might be able to scare him off with the Christian music. Oh, ooh. Yeah, there we go. See, I, see, I always have to think. Yeah. yeah. I thought that's what you were saying. She's the logical one. She's the logical he one. He just wants to beat people. Right. You want to play Christian music? Yes. Oh, maybe you should buy a jam box or something to play your music on, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's the logical one. Hint, hint. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Okay, we're at the doctor's place. Where is he at? He is west of the courthouse. He's about a block away. Indian Rebus, you know he's a... Uh, you go up to the courthouse and make a north. <laughs> make a north? Yes. Why don't you crackers do your giggle giggle at me? <laughs> what did I say? It was so funny. Crackers. Uh. <laughs> and, and please ignore how my accent changes. <laughs> I spent some time in Scotland. <laughs> So what are we getting maybe from Maybe Jamaica. Maybe? <laughs> <laughs> I, at this point, I just want One to love, man. Money. One love. <laughs> and so, you know, across the street from the doctor's office is like a convenience store. And it has a big sign that says, well, heck, it's Lucy's glazed doughy parts. Gosh. So let's, go, let's go over there and just look around and see what they have inside.
So you go in, inside of Lucy's uh, glazed doughy parts. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm getting sick. <laughs> hey, do you have any emodium? <laughs> That's pretty All right. good. <laughs> All right. At the counter is Lucy herself, who seems incredibly unenthused and thin for a lady who sells tasty donuts. First, we should say hi and be nice to Lucy because she's a sweet old lady that sells donuts. Mm. Are you going to do a Lucy voice? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lucy, how's it going? Not real good. <laughs> Gosh. What's wrong? What's wrong there, Luce? We ran out of strawberry syrup we used to make our special fruit-flavored donuts. To make matters worse, we've got the sheriff's department coming over in an hour to pick up four dozen strawberry bear claws. If our boys in tan don't get their bread ensconced in hot sugar, they can't function and Warwick County will descend into complete anarchy. <laughs> Lucy, can you say that again? I didn't hear it. <laughs> Way too many big it. words in that sentence. Can you speak louder? She's got a hearing aid on. Okay. Let me get this straight. We got to help you so we can help somebody else get a wheel for our wagon and get a boombox so we can help another person deliver some clothes, right? Are you on drugs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just need some dang strawberry <laughs> stuffs. Hey, Lucy. Strawberry syrup, to be exact. I'll leave. If you'd calm your <laughs> for a second. <laughs> I don't have those anymore. You remember I had a vasectomy. A vasectomy? Lucy <laughs> <laughs> so had a vasectomy or a mastectomy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It would explain the voice. Why are you harassing me? Whoa, 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 I just want some strawberry syrup. Sorry, I, I apologize. Let's calm down here. Okay. You wouldn't happen to have any uh, jam boxes for sale or maybe some wagon wheel parts or anything? I do not. But my grandson ha has stuff like that, and whenever he needs money, he sells it at the pawn shop sometimes. Ah, the pawn shop. What do you think, Roxy? I think if we could help her get the strawberry stuff, we might be able to use the police to keep the atheists from the doctor. Why does she always have to be so smart? I don't know. Because they really want those donuts. That would make them very happy. Well, right, here's the thing. <laughs> My boys and dad, I admire them, but they don't have refined taste. So anything strawberry flavored, I'll, we'll take. I can use it. Just get me anything. Mm. Oh man, I know some dirt strawberry would work. Oh, dang! You go, girl. And I know where there's this Durs, uh Coke machine up on the square. What do you guys think? I think, I think Lucy needs idea. to give us a quarter. Lucy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait—we got money. We don't need to steal money from old ladies. It just cost. She can write it off on her taxes. Okay, go ahead and ask her. Hey, Lucy, can we borrow a quarter? We got an idea. When you say borrow, you mean you're going to give it back? <laughs> no, no we're going to buy it for you and bring it back to you. You don't have great command of the English language, do you? <laughs> Whatever, vasectomy woman. <laughs> I think vasectomy is messing with your head. <laughs> if you can get me strawberries, I'll give you 50 cents. That's fair. And she flips over two quarters to you. 
Okay, cool. We're going to go back to the Durs machine. Okay. And buy some strawberry Durs. So you're buying the strawberry Durs. Okay. So cost a dollar. Who's kicking in the other 50 cents? Cost a dollar. I thought you said the Durs cost. No, she's back there laughing. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> so we need two Durs strawberries. Yeah, I don't, yeah, we forgot that. We ask her how many she needs. We're just gonna we'll go with two. Two. Okay. Okay, you buy the the two so cans. Nothing happens in there. One can does drop out, and the other one gets stuck oh, about okay. halfway Gosh. through. But you, you got your one at least. Well, do we need more than one? I don't know, but you you've been wanting to hit something. Oh, I want to hit something. something. I want to hit that machine. And see okay, roll your dice. Drop. Yeah. Eighteen. Whoa. Oh man, you hit a good. And not only does the stuck can of Dur strawberry fall out, but then also a can of persimmon soda and a hidden can of Dur's lima bean soda falls out. You're making me hungry. The Dur's family's gonna hear this and think, "Why didn't we think of that? <laughs> what were we thinking?" Yeah. We're heading back to give him to Lucy. Okay. Oh, thank you, boys. <laughs> plus, you like Lucy plus you won. <laughs> <laughs> you saved the town. I feel phantom tinglys in my prior bosoms. Where she had her insects. Yeah. <laughs> of course, the tingles were like towards her knees at this point. <laughs> anyway, she's very grateful. So she starts working on making these bear claws. Hey, uh, Lucy. Yes! When you get those donuts done, how long do you think it'll be before the cops come to pick them up? About a half hour. Uh, maybe she can put in a good word for us. I appreciate you guys helping, but could you stand somewhere else? Like, not in the building? Your breath is not so great. <laughs> wow. It's lord loitering now. Yes, you see the sign up there. <laughs> we just have to grow out. Wait, did we ask her if she'd put in a good word with the cops for us? Or should we Absolutely. Wait? All right. Yeah. Okay, we'll go outside and wait then. Let's, let's work it like this. If you ever need help from the cops, come to me and I'll sweet talk them. Yeah, Nothing but sweet things come out of this mouth. <laughs> Does she have all of her teeth? I haven't seen all my teeth since Eisenhower was in office. <laughs> and Eisenhower didn't seem to mind when we made out. Okay. Well, how about this then? If you know, you're... President Truman, they, they called him a haberdash. <laughs> I made out with him as well. <laughs> Hey, uh, Lucy, uh, when you get done blabbering for a half hour, you know that... I remember <laughs> when the Eisenhower me was spooned, I would, with my finger, trace the four stars on his helmet. <laughs> he didn't take his helmet off. Did you know that? No. <laughs> Oh, hey, hey, Lucy. <laughs> I love the old time stories, but I like to yeah. call in that favorite. He, he had a bottle of the bulge. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I need to make these donuts. I want to call in that favor with the cops you promised us, and when they come in to pick up the donuts. Oh, but what? What is it? We would like to see if they could help protect the doctor. Habitat. If they could help protect his office from the atheist. Okay. Well, what's going on? We I've lost track. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Bobatot's a nice fella. He's seen my privates, you know. But I reckon he's seen all of Boonville's privates at this point. Who hasn't? <laughs> <laughs> it was really professional. <laughs> but yes, I'll, I'll tell them that I'm very concerned. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. We're going to go outside and discuss now. Okay. We 
help the doctor out, what does that gain us? What that gives us is we've got him, if we get hurt, we can go to him and get healed. We still don't have a wagon wheel, and now we're going to see what's going on at Revis's, I guess. So you go to Engine Revis's house, and you see a couple dudes that are staggering in the front yard. They're punctured full of arrowheads and bone darts. Oh, please. Revis took care of business. Seriously. (laughs) A guy and a girl are on top of an old man. They're trying to rest away his tomahawk. The girl is wearing a concert t-shirt featuring Ayn Rand with flock of seagulls hair with the words, and Ayn Rand, under it, (laughs) while pinching Revis with her fingernailed hands. The guy... Wearing a shirt, picturing a bunch of heartworms, proclaiming in a speaking bubble, quote, there is no dog, unquote, is trying to clobber Rebus's head with a small tire. A small tire? Where we go? <laughs> Would that tire. small tire look like a wagon wheel? Dang, it sure does. Hmm. Mm. He's trying to hit the old man with the rim of it more than anything. So there's two dead already? No, they're just, st- they're staggered. Nobody dies in Boonville. Yeah. Come on. Uh, that's right. <laughs> You drank from the magical springs of Dagonia, haven't you not? <laughs> so. Okay, and mine always goes back to music, because we do have a flock of seagulls, Kassinglet or whatever. But Do we have that? Yeah. And that's what... I bought it with my money. <laughs> well, money. <laughs> really. I bought it with my own money. <laughs> so what you're saying is we have the exact single that she likes the group of. Mm-hmm. She's beating the crap out of the Indian guy. Mm-hmm. We could give it to her. That's what we're going to do. We're going to run up and we're going to offer that. You do it. You're the male. You're the You're one. the one with the... Yeah, but you're the one that has all the women. It's a girl. That's true. But she gives me the single and I'm going to go up and try to uh, barter with them. Okay. So roll your 20 to see. We're going to roll a flirt. <laughs> oh, three. Uh-oh. Crash. Shoot. You want to try to three. talk to her anyway because remember I always okay. I can give you extra points. I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. She's got fingernails and engine Rebus's old wrinkled skin. Hey there, sweetie. Calm down a minute. I need to talk to you. Lay off the old guy. Go to hell. Oh, I can't say that anymore. Uh, <laughs> go to the, the grave. Leave wait, me alone. I'm, wait. I'm busy harassing an old man cassette with archaic single. beliefs. I want to show you this cassette single I have in Flock of Seagull. Holy crap. I know. That's awesome. You know, that was a rare copy. It's got like a B-side that, that nobody else has. Oh, you really like that? Yeah, it's, the other side is called I, And I Walked. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, listen, I, I need you to calm down and uh, stop beating the old guy here. I'll tell you what, if you really like this cassette single, I'll trade it to you guys. Trade it for what? Well, I kind of need a wagon wheel, if you have any of those handy. Well, this other dude has it. That's well, not mine to give. I know, but maybe you could talk him into it if you're buddies. Hey, guy uh, below me on top <laughs> of the old man, do you want to give this wagon wheel to this punk because I want that cassette single? No! <laughs> well, that didn't work. Because you kind of pause, she goes back to scratching the old man. Crap. Okay, so she couldn't work her magic with the other guy. But she still wants the cassette single. Okay, if we give that to her and get her off of him, then we can just deal with the other guy. Okay, so I'm going to say, okay, hold up, hold up. What? I got a hold of some good flesh here. I think I can pull off. Hey, if you stop uh, hurting the old man, I'll give you this cassette single. Seriously? That's it? Yes. Sold. All right. And she takes the cassette single and wanders off. And the other guy's like, hey, what about the cause? (laughs) So how many guys total or people there attacking? Well, there's two injured in the yard. They they seem kind of incapacitated. they got rid of the girl. Yeah, now there's just the guy beating Rebus with the wagon wheel. Can we just jump on him and start wailing? Yeah, there's three of us. Let's okay, go. we're going to try to overpower him. Who's going first? He's the athlete. Okay, you want to roll your 20? 
Gosh. One. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. I have a jockability of one. Yeah, so two. You go to lunge at the atheist on top of the engine rebus, and you completely leapfrog over him and you know roll into a tree. I'm going to take a swing at this punk. Okay. Wait. Roll your 20. You got weapons and stuff. Who's got the bat? I do. It's in my backpack, and I just went flying. So I'm going to run over to you and grab the bat. Is that your action? Yeah. You can only have one action per round. Oh. I'm going to go grab the bat. Okay. So now? She's going to try to attack the guy, and Mark's going to get the bat. And I'm still laying over on the ground. Yeah, so roll your 20. Oh, yay. Oh, yeah. You you just got him right in the face. Got a six. 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 All right, cool. That knocks the wind out of him. But he still won't give up on hitting the old man. I'm going to throw my lawn dart at him. Oh, my gosh. Okay. 18. The yard dart is 12D in damage. I rolled a 7. Man, you hit him good. He, he's still hanging in there. Okay. All right, I'm going to use the bat. <laughs> okay. You want to roll your 20? 20. Yeah, you hit him. And what's the, the bat damage? 16. 60. He's toast. He's out. Cool. He's, he's incapacitated in a coma. Okay, I'll grab the wheel. So after the fight, Engine Rebus, he gets up off the ground, and he's very grateful. He's shaking all of your hands, with both of his hands. He goes back into his house and gets a stone bowl. It's full of ash, mud, and grippo potato chips. And who knows what else. And he, he's mixing up some stuff, okay? And uh, he says, I, I see you guys are warriors, and I, I can heal you guys a little bit. So... I'm going to give you all plus three life points. You know what that is. So that said, if you're at 20 already, 20. Yeah, it ups you. Really? Yeah, it's a bit magical. And that's permanent. So how are y'all doing? I'm at 19. Okay. I'm at 22. 23. Okay, cool. Okay, so that worked out well for y'all. Engine Rebus is like, hey, son, son. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I want to bestow upon you this bow. Oh, And this yeah. is how the ancient Chimichaka tribes deliver their yard darts to their enemies' hearts. <laughs> I can tell you this. When you use your yard dart, it will give you plus two damage. Oh. But it's a minus three to dodge because it's a little bit encumbersome. I was at 12D before, and I'm at 14D. No. If I use the bow. When you roll the 12, you add two to it. So if you end up rolling an eight, then you add two, so it's 10. But when you got the bow out, you have a little less maneuverability. How much less? Minus three. To Roxy, he hands you a, a turtle shell helmet. Awesome. Or it could be a single cup bra. You're not sure. <laughs> nice. Wherever you decide to put it, it's, it's minus one if you ever get hit. So if someone hits you with like three damage, you can you dock can. off one so it's only okay. two. Yeah. To Nick, he gives you an action figure of Apache Chief of the Super Friends fame. Awesome. Uh, and he points out to you that there's a switch on, on his back and he adds... If you get taken by surprise by the ferocity of some foes, or as the Miami Indians say, quote, you've just cupped into your mouth some creek water and noticed that your tribal chief crapping just upstream a bit. You should just flip the switch. That's gross. <laughs> then uh, Rebus looks at everyone. You boys saved my scalp, so I want to give you something... You boys plus one. <laughs> have you said you call me guy, not boy. <laughs> you guys. Oh, yeah. You guys. We'll go back. You boys plus one saved my scout, so I want to give you something even more special. And he gives you over a, a muscle shell with some sage in it. If you guys ever get into some scrape and you think you're not going to win, just burn this and make smoke signals and I'll come running. 
So you just got, you just got that, everybody, or just whoever needs it. Two. One of you guys can hold it. I guess it doesn't matter. I'll take or, it. Yeah. Huh, you want? I was yeah. gonna give it Roxy, but okay. You want to? Yeah, I'll just stick the tortoise shell there and. So, <laughs> where are you putting the tortoise shell? On my bosom. Okay. Which one? Which one? Or maybe just in the middle, so I kind of have like side cleavage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so that's what's happened. And Engine Revis, uh, he goes back into his house to, to heal his wounds. The other two that are banged up, they're kind of trying to help their buddy who's in a coma right now. <laughs> so. Not out of him. Thanks yeah. to the back. So we have that's to get right. the wagon wheel back to the church. So you're at the church, and the wagon is there full of the, the clothes and the furniture. Pastor's gone, but we got the wagon fixed, and all the stuff's already in the wagon. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take it upon ourselves to go ahead. So we can down. pull the wagon? Yeah. We don't need a vehicle? Yeah. I'm going to sit in the wagon so you guys pull me down there. <laughs> <laughs> now you hear music again. It's different music, obviously. And it's coming from back over here somewhere. So you start heading south. You haven't gotten real far. You've gotten a few houses down. And so there's a middle-aged man sitting in his lawn chair and strumming a guitar. He looks at you three and he sings. Cop shows, horror flicks, Corey's brain is full of bricks. Looking at you. Oh, that's a... Yeah. Rock show, video, boob tube, Rubik's Cube, game full, Sunday school. And then he yells, don't look at my lawn. <laughs> you see another guy walking across the street and trying to like mind his own business. And the guy with the guitar, he starts yelling at the, the guy walking. And the guy walking looks a little bit like Glenn Fry from the Eagles. And the guy looks like Glenn kind of shakes his head at the, the guy in the lawn chair. He said, man, small town life's not for you. You belong in the city. Concrete under your feet. And the guitar man looks down at the brown, uncut grass under his feet, growls, and goes back into his house. And I'm going to ask Corey, do you know this guy? No. He knows you. Everybody knows me. Okay, so you, you pull the trailer on about another mile and a half, and finally you see... A mile and a half? Good Lord. Where are my pals are now? <laughs> Uh, you see the, the, the temporary place where the Swipers are living, and uh, they see you coming with it, and they're, like, cheering, you know, and they look pretty haggard. They're they're still a little singed and things. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the wife and kids are super grateful, and they say so. The father doesn't say much. He just kind of has a dour look on his face. But after all the clothes are unloaded, he, he walks you all out, back out to the road. He said, boys, I apologize. <laughs> there we go again. Here we go. Boys plus one. <laughs> I apologize for my lack of hospitality. It hurts a man's pride to have to rely on others to provide for his family. But I got to say, what hurts a man even more is when his wife's eyebrows have been burnt off. <laughs> you can't even tell what she's thinking. <laughs> I have a notion whether she's in a good mood, a bad mood, or even in the mood, if you know what I mean. It's terrible. I don't know if I can face tomorrow if I can't get a little heads up on what my old lady's got going on through her cranium. And so, anyway, so he walks up to the road and he kind of wanders back, kind of just like shaking his head, you know, sad. And uh, the son, the boy, Schweitzer, uh, Scoots Schweitzer, he calls out to Roxy. Hey, Roxy, thanks for helping my family. If you want to shoot some hoops sometime, come back. Bye, okay? And as he says that, he tosses up a flat piece of charred something that you guess used to be his football. Mm. But, but you're not going to shoot basketball. It's all melted. Football. 
<laughs> What'd I say? Shoot hoops and then he's got a football. Uh, <laughs> I'm an idiot. It used to be a basketball, probably. Okay. There we go. But it's yeah. now shaped like a football. <laughs> and flat. And yeah. flat. Yeah. Yeah. He has those doe eyes looking at you. Thank you, Scoots. Anytime. We'll shoot baskets. Okay, so what time exactly? <laughs> as soon as we finish our good deeds. Okay, you guys are great. Thank you, Scoot. Bye. Bye. And he waves to you with a charred, blackened hand. <laughs> so we're going to have to help the wife with the, the brows. No, we know, we don't we know. Have the brows. We know someone has a unibrow, so she's got something to give up. Oh, my gosh. Just paint, we just, just paint before. those suckers on there. Look, we did that good yeah. deed. Let's go back to the squire to our next good deed. <laughs> okay, so what are you guys going to do? You guys are heartless. Now we got to find that for him. Where are we finding? We're finding the dude to get the ring for you. For oh, yeah. Love. We already said there was some music back over here. So That's we're, correct. we're going back to the square. On the corner there, the lawn of the courthouse, you see a guy. He's got a jam box. He's blaring some music. That <coughs> the song is by Rick Cook called I Can I Will. It's a big muscular guy wearing a t-shirt, but it, it looks like a Gold's Gym t-shirt, but it actually says God's Gym. And uh, he's doing arm curls with two little kids in his grip. <laughs> so There's a crowd around him, and they're odd, while the kids in his arms are giggling. He puts them down, then says in a high-pitched voice, Hey, here comes my friends, Tawny and Nia, from the Boonville High School Flag Troopers. <laughs> it's Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike Tyson's out there. And two sturdy girls with flags approach smiling. Hey, buddy, do you want to spar with us? Says Tawny. Sure, girls. And the girls knock flagpoles and attack, hollering in unison. Feel the power of what we like to call ourselves, the Boonville High Flaggets. Flaggets. You flaggets. Buddy knocks away the poles with a jawbone of a donkey he's pulled out of his back pocket. The girls bow. <laughs> what was that? Wait a minute. The girls were attacking Buddy with their flags? Yeah. Because the they're sparring. Okay. Yeah. The girls bow and give the sweaty guy a hug before wandering off with their flags. So he, he defeated them in the, in the friendly spar. Uh, Buddy announces, You too can be a Samsonite Hulk like me. All you got to do is work hard and tell every mountain that gets in your way to move it or lose it. That's scriptural, you know? After the crowd disperses, the guy looks at you guys or still stand there with your, your tongues in your mouth. Hi, brothers and sister. Want to tone your pecs with me? Okay, so that we found Buddy. And you notice a girl's class ring on his gold necklace. And our goal is to get the class ring. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a nice guy. Oh, yeah. Let's see if he'll iron curl me else. Like he's doing with the kids. So you want to use your feminine wiles on yeah. Buddy. Okay, you going to flirt? Yeah. Roll it. 14. All right. Plus yeah, she's got flirting going. Plus three. Hey, buddy, can you arm curl me? Yeah, totally. Hop on up on the buddy lift. <laughs> and so he picks you up, and he's arm curling you. And are you digging it? Yeah, but I'm going to grab his necklace. So wait, so you're doing this all just for the necklace for me, so I can score yeah. for a chick. Yeah. That's cousin. cousin love right there. That's right. Yeah. It's family. Because he's not going to notice. So are you going to do it sneakily? Yeah. I'll give it to you. Okay. So he doesn't seem to have noticed. And he puts you down. He's like... So, y'all want to work on your pecs with me? 
Well, what about your glutes? I noticed yours are looking a little flaccid. <laughs> my, my glutes are fine. If you can build up your glutes, it'll increase your confidence. And you can defend your family at the same time. Uh, maybe some other time there, buddy. I have a girlfriend and I can defend her. No problem. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, Gina Magaha. You know her? Well, Corey admits it, buddy, that not only does he know Gina Magaha, but has every intention of making her his own girl. Will Roxy ever get to listen to her ever-expanding single collection? How long will it be before Nick runs back home and into the warm embrace of his VTech laser computer machine? How should I know? I just make donuts and reminisce about all the presidents I've made out with. Did I ever tell you about the time Grover Cleveland and I got our braces hung up? Maybe you'll find out next time on Legend of the Like Totally Epic Journey Quest. <laughs> <laughs>